welcome to the Healthcare IT Today interview series. We feel lucky to be able to talk to so many smart, passionate, and knowledgeable people in healthcare. Now, we're taking our favorite interviews and sharing them with you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy perspectives on the world of health IT. Hi everyone, I'm John Lynn, the Founder and Chief Editor at Healthcare IT Today. We're excited to bring you another in our series of interviews with top leaders in health IT. We're here at the Vive 2023 conference, and today we're with a panel of guests from ROI Healthcare Solutions. We have Diana Van Blericom, she's VP of EAP Strategy at ROI Healthcare Solutions, Jeff Tennant, EVP, Healthcare IT Strategy and Services at ROI Healthcare Solutions, and Melissa Ursi, she's COO at ROI Healthcare Solutions, and managing partner at ROI International. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, so Melissa, maybe you could kick us off. Tell us a little bit about yourself and ROI Healthcare Solutions. Sure. My name is Melissa Ersi. I am the COO at ROI Healthcare Solutions. Um, I'm also managing partner at our international affiliate company, uh, which we'll get into. Um, but I've been with the company for seven years now, so I've got to see it grow tremendously, um, which is very exciting. Um, we are in our 24th year, believe it or not, wow. um, and we have a presence in 34 states and nine countries right now, um, which is really, really exciting. Um, and they'll get into more of our service offerings, but you know, typically we are focused on two main areas, which is ERP business solutions and then healthcare IT, um, EMR, EHR. Sure. Solution, so. The two most important things in a healthcare organization, I think, IT-wise. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jeff, how about yourself? So I've been with ROI now for a little over four years and uh, have been uh, really enjoying it. We've uh, done a lot of growth in our HIS services group. Uh, we also have a, a staffing and sourcing arm to what we do. So we provide short-term and long-term staff for organizations that are going through a transition, helping them you know, keep things going. Uh, my background, I'm a former hospital CIO, so I've been on the other side of the house. I, I know what our customers are going through. We can, we can have those conversations. Um, and just to really enjoy doing this, I've got a significant focus on the revenue cycle side of the house, but okay. also everything on the, the business side of healthcare to help our organizations do better with what they have available to them. Awesome. Welcome. Okay. Diana? Hi. Um, yep, Diana Van Blerico. I've been at ROI for a little over five years. I've been in the software industry uh, almost 30 years now, if you can believe it. Um, you know, kind of, kind of fell into it and found a love of it. Um, in my role, I get to help organizations really try to refine their, their technology strategy, right? So uh, I've done implementations all over the world, and which is pretty exciting. Yeah, that um, is cool. You know, uh, known, known that ROI healthcare folks guys for, geez, almost 20 years, I think. It's been a really long time, so it was only natural that I ended up here. Um, but it's, it's great because we get to use the things that we've experienced on the other side of the table when we were those customers, right? And bring that passion and empathy to helping them solve their IT challenges. That's awesome. Well, Melissa, so what is the ROI in ROI Healthcare Solutions? <laughs> uh, help us understand where that comes from. Yeah, so when the founding partners <clears throat> named this company ROI Healthcare Solutions, it's a bit of a challenge, right? Um, <laughs> and they have to live up to it, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can't get away with no return on investment here. Um, so actually, you know, for us, number one is the ROI to our customers is a functionality that enhances patient care, mm. bottom line. Um, that's that's the end goal. You know, how do we get there? We get there through um, incredible customer service, deep-rooted expertise, as you can see, as uh, we've heard from Jeff and Diana. I mean, the experience is unbelievable. 
Um, but really, you know, when it was founded, there was this gap in project management. That's what the founders saw. They saw that most projects do not, you know, get off on time, on, on schedule, and on budget. Um, so the first return on investment is, of course, getting something out of that investment. It's a tremendous investment for hospital systems to invest in technology. Um, and usually they don't have the bandwidth internally to be able to do it. And so it was really a group of project managers that came together 24 years ago um, to, to lead those projects. <laughs> you know, over time, the consultants and their expertise came in and realized that we need to have sort of more niche focuses. And so that's when the business solutions and healthcare IT really came to be our two sides of the house. Um, but, you know, return on investment, um, you know, can, is there user adoption? Mm -hmm. um, are they adopting those new processes? That is huge. We want to set them up for a success. We're not there forever, you know? Um, sure. So that is there. Um, and, you know, just making sure that um, they're supported the, the whole way through. And of course, they can speak, you know, better to what that is on the lines. Um, but if, if patient care isn't ultimately enhanced, we have not done our job yeah. yeah that's a great way to look at it right because you need the ROI financial we also need the ROI of the patient yeah. and now even the workforce right mm -hmm. and and we're kind of entering into some challenging things some uncertain times in, in healthcare, right and uncertain economic future right and and Jeff maybe you could chime in here what are you hearing from these healthcare organizations in this amidst this uncertainty you know and and how is the ROI team kind of helping these healthcare customers right yeah absolutely so we hear it from all of our customers, right? They need to do more with less, right? Their, their budgets are continually being cut. Things are, you know, technology is getting more and more expensive. Investing in that technology is a key component of taking care of your patients, right? So making sure you do maximize the ROI and get the value of what you're spending on technology is a big part of what we try to do. Make sure they're getting that. And when we think about the economic conditions we're in now, and you know, you have two levers you can pull. You can cut costs or you can increase your revenue, right? Or increase the money coming <laughs> back in the door. And what we try to do is, is pull both those levers, right? Mm. So work on ways through the ERP system to, to affect supply chain and getting better prices on materials, things like that. Better prices on the things that you use to take care of those patients, as well as make those processes more efficient. And then on the revenue cycle side, making sure that the organization is maximizing their value and, and making sure they're being appropriately reimbursed for the quality care they're providing to their patients, right? Yeah. The other thing we're seeing in, in saving money is we, we've put forth a, a application rationalization project platform mm -hmm. and we've seen great traction with that so far mm. and seeing huge, huge savings for our organizations because as the CIOs I'm talking to right now know, there's technology running on your servers right now that you don't know exists, right? <laughs> somebody Sad. in dietary bought 10 years ago and they haven't used it for the last five, but you've been paying you know, $10,000 a year to maintain it because you don't know who's using it or why not. So we go through a process of ferreting out those systems, figuring out what needs to be saved, what doesn't need to be saved, archiving data, you know, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's a, a big win for our clients as well. Yeah. I think that's interesting, and, and maybe Diana, you can chime in here, right? Because ROI is known for you know working with the ERP and the EHR, but what are some of the other programs that you've launched to you know to help healthcare organizations? I know you talked about application rationalization. I think that's really interesting and an important one. What what else would you offer? Yeah, you know, I always call e, the EMR and ERP is where the two worlds collide mm -hmm. because it really is about looking at holistically your organization and 
how are you running? It's not just about one or the other. It's looking at your processes. It's looking at where can you find efficiencies. Everyone talks about automation, but very few people understand what that means. Right? Yeah, we and how do I implement hand, it? Right. We want less hands touching things, more things being processed and dealing with the exceptions. And so for us, not only the ERP implementations and you know doing the Epic Cerner kind of stuff, but we start looking at the things that connect around it. Um, things like the app rationalization, if there's other systems, we need to know those for the interfaces, right? So we're going to know right away, hey, how, where are you using this? Are you still using this? You pay how much a year in maintenance and you look at it once a year? You know, yeah. are there other less expensive ways to do that? Um, when we think about revenue cycle, when you think about how um, you have a an item master, for example, of the ERP, uh -huh. and that's going to uh, feed your product, right? So the, the knees and the band-aids and all that stuff that's going on in the healthcare organization, um, tying that together with the GPO and the contract management is one huge cost savings piece of it. Then you factor in the usage and how all of that comes back through the financial system, ultimately feeding over to the EMR to build the patient, right? Mm -hmm. And if we're doing that correctly and we're automating that, we call it the touchless rack to check. Oh, and nice. it's huge because when you're Billing is more accurate, you're bringing in more revenue, right? Think about inflation these days and how prices have changed. Just being current with those types of things and, and right. getting the automation in place. Uh, if you've lost resources, right? That's a big thing that's happening. People are moving, jumping ship. We talk, you know, we talk about the war for talent. There's, there's technology skill gaps in these organizations. We can do the backfill, so we can provide yep. folks to kind of be that liaison. We've got an AMS model where we can have people um, you know, kind of, we can take over what what that person might have been doing for some of the regular maintenance types of things. Yeah, and trying to really help them, uh, what I call run operationally effective. Right, where do we yeah. find those efficiencies for you so that you can focus on the patient care? Yeah, I love that, and I think what's interesting is that a lot of these gaps is you need the ERP and the EHR to solve them. So it's fascinating that ROI does both and has right. skills and expertise right. in both. I mean, here at Vive, one of the hot topics is really the revenue challenges that you've discussed. Right. Jeff, maybe you could chime in. You know, How are you looking to help healthcare organizations leverage technology to kind of find this hidden money since everyone needs to do more with less? Right, absolutely. And what we typically do is we go into an organization, we do an assessment. You know, mm -hmm. Everybody's been assessed to death right, yeah. in the healthcare world. But it truly is about understanding where mm -hmm. you're performing compared to industry best practices. There's a reason they're called best practices, right? So we want to make sure that our organizations we work with are doing the best they can with what they have available to them. And in that, we also look for redundancies, right? Look for things that they're doing in two different systems where they can cut out a, a certain process or something like that. So there's, again, it's pulling both leathers, getting, getting rid of certain things they don't need, and then making sure that the bills are going out the door as appropriate and clean as they can be, getting that first pass clean claim rate up as high as it can be, getting that money back in the door quicker, right? And, and again, the top cost of money, time and money, you know, you, you just, you do the best you can with what you have. And, and that's what we work with. And, and it is a lot of process-oriented fixes, right? The technology's great. Cerner, Meditech, Epic, they all have good technology in place, but it's working with the people and helping those people do a better job. And at the end of the day, these people want to do a better job, but sometimes they just don't have the training or the tools to do it. So we work with them to make sure they have what they need to do the best they can. Yeah. So Melissa, maybe you could chime into any other hot topics you're hearing from your customers, or and I'd love to hear kind of the international perspective. Is it all the same, or you know, what are you hearing there? 
Well, I think that's the beauty of the, of the international landscape. Personally, why I absolutely love it is because it's different than in the U.S. I mean, most hospital systems in the U.S. are on Epic or Cerner right now, or like in four. I mean, they're they're uh, to a place where um, they're ahead of the game. They're they're advanced, right? I mean, um, we are basic experts in the U.S. Um, specifically on on uh, Epic and Cerner, which is mostly what we're doing internationally. Is why I'm focused on that. Um, you know, it depends on the region. I mean, you have regions that are incredibly advanced, um, you know, are uh, like Ireland is one, for instance, that is, uh, you know, chosen epic. Um, but then you have some other areas that are moving off of paper, um, are just experiencing the beginning stages of their digital transformation. Um, and so it's, it's actually, um, it's so beneficial to see what our consultants can do um, to lend that that expertise to them and um, let them you know, experience that digital transformation. It's an open region where we can come in and, and give our epic uh, expertise or certain expertise to areas that really need it, and it is affecting patient care. Yeah. So in the end, you know, again, like what what are we doing for them? It's not just about that technology investment. It's that they're doing a better job in taking care of their patients and having a centralized location for medical records um, and so forth. Um, so, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. powerful. I mean, I, I think it's interesting that you're able to take the expertise that from the U.S. and share it other places, and maybe even bring some back. Like, look what they're able to do because they don't have the constraints of the billing or whatever it might right. be in another country. Diana, what what would you add uh, as far as you know, is there something CIOs aren't talking enough about that they really should be keeping an eye on? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of movement right now uh, in, in the healthcare industry. CIOs changing tables everywhere, yeah. right? And I think as a CIO, the first thing that you can do, the most important thing that you can do is get your hands around the systems that you have in place. Mm. So when we talk about app rationalization, um, I don't think I've ever been in an organization doing this for 25 years, that, specific to healthcare. I don't think I've ever been in an organization that has had all of their interfaces cataloged and all of their systems cataloged and on top of maintenance and when they renew and, and all of that. And it's so important. When we do these app rationalization uh, focused uh, projects, whether it's in line with an ERP implementation or we're just coming in trying to help somebody, it's amazing. And we're finding tens, hundreds of thousands, sometimes millions of dollars that are sitting there, right? That's another you know team of people you can mm. hire or put that back into buying equipment for patient care. So what we really want to do in those scenarios is, is help that CIO be successful. You know, your first 100 days for six months, whatever, every, all eyes are on you, everyone's looking at you, <laughs> saying, what are you gonna do? We brought you in, uh -huh. we know, and we can help with that. We can help get a focus on what you should do and really create that plan, help you create that plan for success and kind of tightening up all of that architecture yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Jeff, anything you'd add as a former CIO, what would you say to your, your <laughs> colleagues? Yes, yeah, so there's there's two things, and I agree with everything Diana said about, and especially new CIOs, people that are coming into an organization. Reach out to an organization like us, or some, you know, there's other organizations that do as well. Get a, a solid application catalog together. Understand what you're using, what's there, and everything like that. The other thing that, from a CIO perspective, you know, we talk about digital transformation of healthcare, but we really haven't transformed healthcare. <laughs> we've digitized a lot of things in healthcare, but we just basically put technology around processes that were in place. So now we're doing those same processes. And if they were bad, we're doing it bad faster, right? Yeah. And, and so we need to really focus on how do we leverage the technology 
to actually transform things for the for the patient experience, billing, revenue, you know, all the different pieces of healthcare, and really focus on that transformation and not just the digital piece. In our focus group yesterday, three of the sheets that we had, we were writing things down, was to stop chasing shiny objects, wow. right? Because in in IT, we love to do that, right? And, oh, this is this new thing. Let's go get it. Then we'll figure out if it works or not, right? So. Yeah. Let's, let's stop chasing these things that are not proven. Let's focus on the things that need to be done correctly. And let's truly transform healthcare through technology. Yeah. yeah. That's a really a good point though, because you know we see it on the ERP side all the time where people go spend millions of dollars on these applications and the user adoption sometimes isn't there. And what, what organizations need to do is they need to take a look at the folks that are using the applications. Did they adopt, first of all, a good process, right? Or did they try to take what they were doing and put it into, you know, take your old bad process and put it in a new expensive system, you know, congratulations, you still have the same problems. So if you can transform the process and then make sure it sticks, right? Mm -hmm. That user adoption. So we try to always have a really good focus on, um, you know, it comes down to change management, right? But it's really, how do you focus that adult learner and let them know it's okay? So I like to think that we're, when we do an implementation, we're like a warm hug. <laughs> we're gonna make sure that not only do you get the new process, but that you know how to use it. It feels good, right? You know, iPhones change the world. I'll have them, you know, sell your phones in our pockets and we're walking around with them and imagine what life was like before that. It's convenient, right? We wanna make sure it feels good. So if you're putting a process forth and it feels good, people will continue to do it. Yeah. When they continue to do it, they start to see the efficiencies that come. And that's right. really the environment that we're trying to create and working with our customers. Yeah. So less shiny object chasing and more warm hugs. I got it. That, <laughs> yes. That's really yes. Good. Diana, where can people go to learn more about ROI Healthcare Solutions? Sure. If you look at our website, um, the ROIHS.com website, we've got a lot of thought leadership out there. So we try to have all of our consultants who have all come out of industry do different pieces and share their knowledge. Um, Jeff and I are writing stuff all the time and doing presentations and really some interviews like this with some of our, our folks as well. Um, if you check out the website, there's lots of stuff out there. You can just kind of head to the area that's of interest to you and then uh, you can connect with us right from there. Awesome. Well, thanks to all of you. I really appreciate these insights and perspectives and love the, the work you're doing to improve healthcare. So thanks so much. And thanks everyone for watching and listening. If you want to find more great healthcare IT content like this, be sure to check it out at healthcareittoday.com or search for Healthcare IT Today on your favorite podcasting application. Thanks a lot. Thank, Thank you. you.